0: Tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, We are going to cover UFC 274 in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend. Um, Literally, probably one of the most stacked cards in a couple years, not just this year, in in a few years. from from top to bottom it's good. We were gonna go over some of the undercard as well, but there's so many fights. Um, I will give one quick shout out to the first fight of the night is my homie Fernie Garcia. Um he's out of Dallas, Texas. He used to train at the gym here. He's a stud. It's his debut in the UFC, so good luck to him. That's awesome. And then we will uh, we'll start with fight number one on the on the main card is gonna it's gonna make me sad to be honest. These are two of my favorite fighters that I wished would never fight, and uh, Donald Cowboy Cerrone and Joe Lozon. Um, I saw an interview with Cerrone earlier, and and he was like, "I don't know how we didn't meet up, you know, all along, because between the two of them, they hold, they have both held the record for the most bonuses in UFC history." Oh, really? Yeah, and and it's uh, it's almost impossible for it to not be a great fight. I hate picking this fight because they're two. Of my all-time favorite fighters, they're two um, really good dudes. You know, uh, both dads, and, and and Cerrone was in tears talking about his son on the pre-fight interview That's so cool. this weekend, and it was just kind of—it's uh, a bummer that as soon as it was, they were talking about it happening. I I I messaged Joe, and uh, was talking to him about it. And I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I didn't want this fight to happen. I, Joe's been retired um, for a couple years. Cerrone was basically out of the game for a year, and said he finally messaged Sean Shelby and said, all right, uh, let's get, let's get, let's, let's give me a fight. <laughs> so here they are.
1: So what is it about Lozon? I think Cowboy's resume speaks for itself. What is it about
0: Lozon that you like as a fighter? Yeah. He's a humble guy. He's he's quiet, right? He's got as many fights or or close to as many fights as Cerrone. He held the bonus record um between, you know, the two of them. They've gone back and forth holding the bonus record in in the UFC. Um and he's just and he's still like he's popular, but he's not Cerrone, right? Like sure. he's he's not uh on that crazy star level. Yep. But I don't he, he's such a good dude. I don't know that he cares to be. Um, he runs a gym in Boston uh, married with children you know he's uh, he's just a great dude I again I hate this fight. His last fight was in Boston where he's from he won in epic fashion and that was like the best way to go out. And, and just he's back. Walked away. <laughs>
1: so between the two of them, they have 98 fights. I wonder if there is, if there's ever been a fight on the UFC fight card that has had that much total experience yeah, walking into their 98 too bad. They didn't, fights. At least
0: one of them didn't have one more. So it could have been the, the, the 100th, 100th fight. Yeah, yeah, that would have been really cool.
1: Um, and that includes two new contests for Cowboys. So, you know, according to their official record, that's, um, that's pretty legit. Um, Just looking at the tail of the tape, Cowboy's a little bit taller. looks like he might come in, you know, naturally walking just a little bit heavier, but they're about the same size. Um, uh, When you look at the the statistics on this, they're pretty evenly matched. Um, Lozen does like to go with submissions, but Cowboy leads that way as well. Um, Lozen doesn't go much. It doesn't seem like he goes um, the distance. He's only won seven percent by decision. So yeah, that's it, why he's
0: got so many bonuses. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess that's a great point. He's been, I believe, submission of the night. Back when they were paying for submission of the night, performance of the night, fight of the night. You know, he's been in fight of the nights. I'm sure that he's even lost. You know, but sure. fight of the night, both guys get a bonus. Um, and so he. He's an exciting fighter. They're both, you know, they're both super exciting fighter, fighters. Um, I see. I I I hate picking this fight just because I don't want to see either guy lose. is going to be the better striker. Okay. Um, he's going to be. I, I say this, but before I before Joe walked out to fight Diego Sanchez, I'm pretty sure Diego had never been stopped by strikes. Mm. And I said, hey. Be careful. I text him. Good luck. Have fun. Be careful. Keep your hands up. Just because you hurt him on the feet, if you do, that doesn't mean keep striking with him. Take him down. Okay. He goes out there and TKOs him on the feet. <laughs> you <like, laughs> I was like, All right, that plan works. Too. I, I text him back and say, like, That works as well. <laughs> you know? Um, so, but, but you know, in general, Cerrone's going to have the better striking, a little bit bigger, a little bit more power. Okay. Um, He's also got great jiu-jitsu. You know, they both have great jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Joe's been here and rolled with Lucas. Um, I've seen him. He, you know, taught a seminar here and and, and rolled a little bit. He's a, he's real slick. Um, Cerrone though has done. He just did a grappling match, two grappling matches with uh, Dos Anjos. Okay. And rear naked, like submitted him both times. You know, really? that's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt from Brazil. Really. Um, he's always been, uh, really, really good. He's really good on his back. And he's just, uh, he's not there a lot. He fights, you know, he's hes on the feet a lot and and banging. So. Uh, got two aged fighters
1: are both, you know, 37, 38 years old. Um, I, I mean, how do you.
0: I can't go against Joe because he's my buddy. Okay. I, i first of all, I wouldn't bet on this fight, even if it was free money. Okay. Okay. Um, so i guess it doesn't make sense to pick the fight but i'm going to i'm going to go with joe and i'm actually going to go with joe either by a third round stoppage of some sort or or decision
1: okay um it's pretty close uh, it's it's i don't think
0: they're going to kill each other
1: minus 180 for Cerrone um and plus 155 for, for lauzon so i mean this it's pretty close yeah um yeah and it's it's hard to see I mean, I don't see anything that stands out here other than just two warriors. And I got to imagine they're going to go in there smart. They're probably not going to take a lot of damage. I don't see this being like a Gaethje Chandler fight where it's bombs the whole
0: time. So both of those guys have been in fights like that. Sure. I just don't see them coming back after that long and wanting to be in a fight like that. I know. I don't know. I I say that and they could be the craziest fight on the card tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, that's why they've both got so many bonuses. They've fought like that multiple times. Yep. Um... Joe is a guy that I've even said, "Bro, your jujitsu is so good. Quit striking with these guys and and, and, and get to you the know, ground. yeah, like get there and and do your thing." But, um, yeah, I don't know.
1: So, so I, I think I heard you say that you weren't picking this fight. Is I mean, that- if
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick Joe. Okay. Um, just because number one, uh, that's who I want to win. Okay. And number two, that's where the winning money's at. Now He's the underdog.
1: You've talked a little bit about being able to separate a little bit, but I know yeah. this one you're 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 you know slight cutting hairs here. Like yeah. it's so close. You're splitting hairs. Yeah. So,
0: so um he, he, <laughs> It's 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 hard to say. Okay. Uh I'm I'm gonna pick him to win only because unless Cerrone has gotten a new uh fire a new drive. He hasn't wanted to fight the last few times he's fought. Yeah, you know. So I, I, I'm gonna pick Joe. Cool.
1: All right. So the next fight goes up to light heavyweight. We got Shogun and OSP
0: going, going and and. Instantly. Talking about guys who were retired or needed to retire yeah when was shogun's last fight can you even look that up yeah i'll look it up for I, a I'm, I'm it's years it's got to be years um
1: let me let me pull it up right here
0: actually. he's one of my favorites of all time um we fought in japan together uh, in, in pride the first time i met him was probably the coolest moment ever because i was already a fan of his and i was on the bicycle in the gym cutting weight and he was in there with vanderlei and asked me he had seen us he had seen something i had done before yeah and asked me to show him what like how to do it really so i like got off the bike and did it to him on the ground yeah and just so like just so i could show it to him and uh i got back on the bike when he left and i was just like oh crap did that really just, just happened? happened like he just really asked me for <laughs> advice on how to do something so it was cool he, he's he's just uh he's a great fighter he's been through multiple weight classes Uh, fought at heavyweight in pride fought light heavyweight in the ufc um he's was always just a savage pride he's from Shootbox. box silva uh him anderson silva back in the day asuerio silva um valentine like just a a bunch of badasses came out of that gym and pride allowed head kicks and soccer kicks on the ground yep and they excelled at that. <laughs> they were just phenomenal at it. They would literally get up from side control on the on top of someone just to soccer kick their head. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and they were great at it. So
1: you were asking last time he fought. Um, he fought twice in 2020, July 25th of 2020, and then November 21st of 2020. In the UFC? Uh, yeah, UFC 255. Huh.
0: All so, right. So two years ago. That's what it says. So two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I mean he 20 months. And they were
0: probably at the Apex Center because when in
1: 2020? November 21st of 2020. Yeah, so
0: everyone was still kind of. I was still locked down pretty yeah, good. Yeah, no one was having big fights. So it was probably at the Apex Center. Um, yeah. Owen St. Preuse tough as well. He's getting older as well. How old is he? Uh, he is older. Let me, I, I should have pulled that up as well. Hold on just a second. He's um, older as well. I, I'm going to go with Shogun. Um, Ovin St. Pru's got a good. Uh, a good side choke when people are trying to guillotine him. Shogun's good on the ground. Not, okay. you know, not just at at certain things. He's good on the ground, but he's also a, a savage on the feet. St. Pruce 39. 39 and yeah. Shogun's what? Uh, let me let me that pull poor that up to you. He's he, he he's always looked older than he was because he fought in some I, wars. It it says he's only 40. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Um so yeah. So did I hear you? Shogun by stoppage. Shogun by stoppage. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, and you just—is
0: it—is it going to the ground? Is this going to be? It'll probably be all over the place, to be honest okay. with you. Okay. Um, but he's going to finish. Uh, he's going to finish him. Okay.
1: So we go to our second of three lightweight bouts of the night. These fights get crazier and crazier. I, they, as this card They they really on. do. I I want to say this is one of my one I'm looking most forward to, and on any other card, it it might be, but it like you said, it just gets better from here. But Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson. Um, Chandler's kind of a big favorite at 380 on this. He should be. Um, so I mean, Tony Ferguson. I know he's got he's he's got some miles on him, um, but you know I. I I love Michael Chandler. I love his style. I love the way he fights. I know he was he was a champion in Bellator, and he times. moved up to the UFC, and he hasn't had a lot
0: of success really in the UFC. So he came out and fought a top five guy right off the bat in uh, Dan Hooker. Yep. Knocked him out in the first round. Uh, he came back and had the title fight right away and fought Oliveira. Won yep. the first round, almost stopped the fight. It was just about over. And uh, came back out, got knocked out in the second yeah. round. I got lots to say about that Oliveira thing too. Bang, banging, you know, he comes back again and asks for, and he made the most hilarious video of him in a mask, that's a uh, an ice mask. Okay. That only his eyes are showing. Like, like on, hockey, but it's ice. Okay. It's, it's ice. Oh, it's made of ice. Icing okay. Icing his face, and he makes oh, got a it, video got it, got it. talking to his son, and it is so funny. He's he's saying that. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm wearing this mask, but it's so that I don't scare you because I asked specifically to fight the human highlight reel <laughs> and we banged it out on the feet. And, and he just like, it was hilarious. That is awesome. And uh, he, you know, he went out and put on a show.
1: Yeah, he, he did. almost
0: beat him as well. Yeah. Multiple times. Yep. Um, that was fight of the year, probably, you know, easily. And uh, he then said... I need to take a step back and win. He said, I need to win fights. It doesn't matter if I'm putting on great fights. If I'm not winning, I need to win fights. So I believe he's going to fight smarter. I do not like Tony Ferguson. He's a, he's a arrogant as fuck. Sorry. He's arrogant. He's uh, He he goes out of his way to be like, so for example, he walks into the press conference the other day. And, What's up, mother effers? To the, yeah. to the guys. Yeah. Then while he's sitting there, Someone starts talking to him, and he, says, and, and he asks him a question. He goes, "Oh, you're listening to me now? Now you're listening to me, huh?" And, and he's just like, just a jerk to everybody. And he's kind of been like that for a long time. And his career's taken a hard, hard dive. Yeah. And I'm sure that's not uh, easy, but at the same time, when when you take the damage he's taken recently, and his his uh, there's levels in your in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Like on a video game. Yeah. That go down. Well his is down here. And once it's down there it doesn't come back up there. Yeah. You know? And I, I think that there's no chance that that he wins this fight. And I think there's no chance that he comes back in his career like he uh like he plans to. So he's 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 twenty five and six and
1: three out of those six losses are the last three fights that he's had. Yeah. But it's it's Dariush,
0: it's Oliveira and it's Geechee. So, so, yes, they're big names, but it shouldn't matter because all this guy does is talk trash and call out Khabib. Says Khabib's a pussy. He won't fight me. Khabib's a pussy. They were supposed to fight five times. And and they both had fallen out multiple times in their in their fights for whatever reason, but yeah. five times it was supposed to happen. Oh. But I would have looking liked to see- at the guys that have beat the snot out of him in the last three fights yeah. and talking trash on Khabib... I think Khabib. I think that that
1: record goes to thirty, you know, not twenty-nine and 0.
0: absolutely, absolutely. Um, he, he's just he's disrespectful. I just I'm not a fan, and uh, I think that I think that Michael Chandler gets his record back to two and two in the UFC okay. this weekend and puts it on him. How how much of
1: this analysis is based on? Um, your feelings towards ferguson
0: no like no i mean again look at his last three fights yeah, yeah. um he he got he got beat up bad by those guys yeah. you know he got ran over by those guys and um gaethje and and chandler were in a war the whole fight um yeah Abil darush darush is phenomenal he's a such a great fighter and I'm not sure where he's at right now. He he had a great fight with uh, when he when he beat Ferguson. Yeah, that was fantastic. I was jumping up and down in my media room. Um, he's got he's a guy that can contend for the belt. You know, he's he's a, a really talented, good fighter. Yeah, he hasn't
1: fought since then.
0: Yeah, so I'm not sure what happened to him. Hopefully, they didn't put him on the back burner because his speech afterwards was phenomenal. He he basically called out. All Marxism and everything and he's oh really yeah, he's he's uh I'm not sure where he's from I know he lives in Huntington Beach California but uh, he's he's got a background of I'm not sure what nationality he is but it was great to hear I, him talk uh after the I fight mean, he fights over. out
1: of the United States yeah you know you're, you're Belinda California yeah, in Huntington Beach at, okay.
0: at uh King's MMA with Rafael Cordero good okay. good guys okay the guy who used to be the coach at Shootbox, where Vanderlei and Shogun and all those guys came from gotcha
1: gotcha um, you see this go in three.
0: Are we still talking about Ferguson and Chandler? Yeah. No, no, Ferguson's tough. M- maybe it goes three. He-, he can take a beating, but at some point his beatings are going to start becoming stoppages. Yep. And then, you know, whatever I heard, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you can message me and ask if you want. I heard a crazy rumor two days ago about Ferguson two weeks ago. And so I am picking Chandler by, you know, by, I would like to say stoppage. Maybe he lasts at the end till the end of the fight. Okay. And then uh, we'll see if everyone passes all their tests.
1: Well, maybe we'll talk more about that on Monday. <laughs> um, just, just to wrap up on this, uh, it looks like um, Chandler's got great grappling. His takedowns are legit. Um, but I also know, I mean, he's, he's
0: got a resume of just standing and banging toe yeah. to toe, so. He can do that with Tony. Okay. Um, he's got power. Yeah, You know, um, Tony's gonna be longer. Yeah. For sure. Chandler's short, stocky guy, but very powerful. And, and he just keeps going. He keeps going when he gets tired. He just keeps going. And so, you know, I, I, I think he beats him up on the feet and out wrestles him and then, you know, beats him off the ground. He won't submit Tony. Um he needs to be careful not to get submitted. Tony's decent on the ground okay. but he tries to play we just talked about this on one of the other. I might have been talking with Russ. Um, he tries to play rubber guard in yeah in, yeah yes and, yes and Kevin Lee like smashed past his guard, mounted him and uh-huh. was beating him up and then he escaped and he ended up winning the fight. yeah, but the guard and then and then yes, it was when we were talking about uh, a Lima-Lay. A Lima-Lay. yep same thing and and same thing happened in our guard and it's just not a good MMA guard. All right. I'm looking forward to that one for sure. So Chandler, put your money on that fight. Co-main event, man. Rose and Carla. Put your money on this fight, too. So Rose and Carla. Rose beat Carla. I'm sorry. Carla beat Carla Rose. Carla beat Rose kind of handedly, Back too. in the day. It was er- Seven years ago. Early on, Rose was not Rose. Yeah. Um, Carla... Is got good wrestling. She's got decent ground. Um, she can't strike with Rose. You know, she can try to strike with Rose. She's not going to be able to strike with Rose. She'll, she'll get beat up on the feet. Um, I don't think she's going to be good enough on the ground. She is also, and, and here's where the seriousness of this game comes in. She's leaving the fight and going to get married and she's been planning a wedding, and her wife, or, or I'm mean, sorry, her husband has been, they've been planning a wedding, and it's literally right after the, the fight. doing this? Yeah. Can you and, imagine what those wedding pictures are going to look like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not only that, man, like, you're getting ready to fight for the belt. You postpone your wedding, right? You either postpone your wedding or, postpone, or you postpone or, the fight. Yeah. But you don't, like, if that's the fight date and you can't get around it, you move the wedding. But you don't do them both at wow. the same time. And that's just the distraction that... Rose and Pat Barry, her husband, yeah, take this stuff so seriously. Yeah, you know what it's and it's like on a level of me and Luke. You know, okay. they 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 are uh, very very good at what they do. She trains with Trevor Whitman, yep. who's also no joke. You know, phenomenal Rose coach does. Rose. Yep, um, and and she's just you know she takes this sport very seriously. Well and her confidence level is getting higher and higher. She is not even close to being the same person she was when they fought the first time. Well I think it was on the Ultimate Fighter. It was. It
1: was the first straw weight championship for women. Um and it was from the Ultimate Fighter and that's that's how they awarded the first belt in that in that weight class. And then Carla lost it to Joanna. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um I, I noticed, you know, when I first saw pictures and I was looking at them, um their body composition is so different. Yeah. Um, and I thought Carla was was she seemed again, looking at pictures separate, I was like, Holy cow, Carla looks so much bigger than Rose. And then you see him in the ring and she's tiny. Yeah. Super and, short. And yeah. Rose is really long. And and I don't Rose is, is short. I mean she's five five, I think. So she's but Carla was what, five,
0: two? five I think
1: it's five one and five. Let me just double check here. Um five one and five five. Yeah. Um, so when you see Rose looking tall and long at five
0: five, do they have reach on there? Or no? uh,
1: yeah, the reach is uh, sixty three for Carla, sixty five for Rose. So honestly, not that much. That, not that much. And as you were talking about before, you divide that in half, and, yeah, and not an inch. Yeah. So, um, uh, but the the leg reach is significant. Rose's got that's where it all is. She's got a four and a half inch leg reach.
0: Okay, so she's she's all legs. So. Um, Yeah, I think this fight, Carla can try to make it close by wrestling. Okay. But I just don't think she's going to be able to wrestle and not get in trouble submission-wise. You know, she's got to take her down to win the fight, but she's got to also be careful on the ground to not lose the fight.
1: So Carla has the highest takedown percentage. I listened to this. She's got the highest takedown percentage in, in women's UFC history. She took down Rose five times in the last fight and they were they were easy. Mm-hmm. And I know I know Rose is is a different person right now. Um, but she was shooting right through her. I mean the, the, the takedowns are pretty clean and and, and um, they they looked easy. What would Rose need to do training wise and development wise? What is she gonna be doing to stop that from happening?
0: Well, I'm sure she's been training with wrestlers. Gaethje trains there. I'm sure yep. there's a lot of wrestling that goes on in that gym. But her submissions have gotten, okay. you know, very, very good. So guillotines, triangles, Kimura's off the shot. Okay. Um, Carla can't just keep taking her down and not worrying about, you know, I think Rose's reaction to her shot's going to be much, much different this time. I think she had three fights the last time they fought, four maybe. Um, it was like early early on in Rose's career I'm not sure how many Carla had uh-huh. but uh, see if I can look that up it it uh, is just different she's gotten she's gotten uh, better how do I say that she's gotten more <laughs> much better than Carla has gotten better
1: her improvement is greater than Carla's much. improvement over the much. same time yeah um, so I'm trying to see here it looks like the first time she fought Carla it was it was actually her fourth fight, and yeah. she was 2-1 and one when she went into the ring at that time. Um, and that was her first UFC fight. She fought in Invicta before that a couple times.
0: 2-1, and one. what was Carla's record? Let me look. Might be low, too, as well at the time. I'm not sure. Um,
1: oh, she. no, she uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. She was 10. So, Rose beating Rose made her 10-2. So that's a
0: gigantic difference. Gigantic. Two and, and one.
1: And you know when you watch the fight, and well, number one, Rose looks like she's about twelve when yeah. she's in there. I mean, it's seven. She looks years. like she's sixteen now. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, but I think you could see a difference in as they walked in. They 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 presented differently sure, when they were in sure. the ring. They
0: presented differently. Ten and when they two fought. and two and one. Yeah, right. That's what twelve that's, fights to three fights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not 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 the same she's then come back and knocked out you who beat Carla then beat her by a decision again right after that yep then knocked out Whaley the other champion she's beaten the champions of the weight class you know she's she's and now she's the champion um
1: where do you see if if Carla has a chance where do you see the hole in in roses I don't want to say the hole but where's the weakness that she can exploit on rose to win
0: I think the only way she would win is if she somehow was able to take her down yeah. every round yeah. and stay there. And just win a decision yeah. when yeah. she's not she's not finishing her. Okay. Um I, I don't see that happening. I'm betting all my money on Rose. Yeah. But I'm the only way I feel like she could win is by a decision if she could possibly take her down early enough in the round to win the whole round. Yep. Three times. Five times. Five times championship fight she's yeah. not winning she's not winning she's not doing that for five rounds but if she does it three rounds yeah that's a 47 or that's a 48-47 I agree but she's not she's not gonna beat her in In. I'm saying she's gonna get stopped inside the five rounds okay okay I'm like giddy for this fight yeah I this can't is, wait for this, this fight is Rose is, gonna... is my favorite female fighter for sure
1: what makes her your, fem- your favorite female fighter what is it about her she's cool
0: yeah she's tough yeah really tough she yeah. looks tough but she looks, she looks like innocent as well, and I love the relationship with her and Pat, her husband. Yeah, they are. I we talked about this early, early podcast. I forget when, but um, I love their relationship, and I love the fact that she is not overly arrogant. She is now becoming confident, and you know, when when uh, when she went back to her corner after her last fight, uh, uh, Pat. Barry kept saying, I, I told you the best. I told you the best, you know, and then she went back out. I'm going to cuss here in a second just because I'm a repeater. But she went back out to Joe to get the interview. And she said, uh, or Joe says, your husband was telling you are the best. And she said, I am the fucking best. Yes. <laughs> but she was just like, so like she's giddy about it. She's like, yeah. I am the best, yeah. you know, like I, I've beaten the champions. You know, she she's done it. And, and when you've beaten the champions of your weight class and everyone else to get there, You're the best. There's something really sincere about how she
1: communicates and how she talks. Um, The first time she fought Whaley, she's bouncing. You hear her saying, I'm the best. I'm the best. You know, you see that. And then it just keeps going. And I I think she really believes that. And I think there's something. It's weird to say this about a fighter, but there's something innocent and sincere about the way that she communicates with people.
0: And, And I believe that she believes that she's the best, but I also believe she needs to reiterate it. She needs to tell herself yeah. to convince herself. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. not she's not Connor, you know, yes. Connor of old where you couldn't convince him he's not the best. Yes. You could convince her she's not. You know what I mean? She, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not arrogant like that. She's just wants to be and she's doing what it takes to be, yep. and she's beating everyone to to become and, and be the best, but she's not like I don't know. I just that, that's what makes her that's what makes her uh, great to me. Anybody,
1: 22, the story about her shaving her head, she's like, this isn't a beauty contest, which she could win candidly. Um, but um, she shaved her head because, like you said, there, there are levels to this. And I feel like, you know, she just, she is a fighter. Yeah. Before she's anything else, she's a fighter. And she, she shaved her head and she's like, look, I'm, I'm going after this and it's yeah. and paid dividends. So I'm, I'm pulling for Rose as well. Money on Rose. Okay, is there any chance that Oliveira Gece is not fight of the night?
0: Only if it's knockout of the night. You know, what I mean, only yeah. if it ends early, okay. so, it could be. It could not be fight of the night. Yeah. But if it goes even to the third round, it's probably going to be fight of the night.
1: Is there any chance that bonuses are not paid
0: out for this fight? No.
1: I like. I just. I no. don't.
0: I don't see it now. Again, the only way it's not is if if he subs. Gechi early, you know. Okay. Or if yeah, he yeah. gets knocked out early, he 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 may have better striking than Gechi. Oliveira. Yeah. Okay. Technically. Okay. Um, and I'm not saying that he does. I'm okay. just saying that Gechi gets into brawls. There, there's an argument to be made yeah, that Gagey okay. gets into brawls. Gechi's got more power. Yes, for sure. Yes. Oliveira is straight, perfect, perfect technique. If you listen to Joe Rogan talk about him, man, he he gets like me about him. This guy came on very slow, very slow. He went down, came up, went down, came up. And then all of a sudden, he did something in his life and went on a, a winning stride and just started picking top guys apart and beating them one by one by one by one and got the belt. Um, I was super bummed that Chandler didn't win the fight, but man, was I stoked for, for Oliveira as well.
1: I, I was super bummed that Chandler didn't win the fight, and I was super bummed that Poirier didn't win the next fight. Yeah. And now that I look at at Oliveira for what he's doing, I don't I don't know how you bet against him right yeah. now. I don't know how you pick against him. Um, I know Gaethje's got the wrestling pedigree. He was a,
0: a he doesn't even use it though. He doesn't yeah, even use yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. You know, like he he does have wrestling. Tony Ferguson's got wrestling. Ken. Tony Ferguson's got the USA Wrestling tattoo on him. He doesn't wrestle. Yeah, you know, and now he can't take people down, and they can take him down. So, if you get out of something, and and your game changes yep. into an MMA fighter and the MMA style, you know, you you don't uh, drill wrestling. You drill for MMA. I think you it falls off. You don't have that that same. Penetration step. You don't have that same grind. You don't have that same quickness on your on your shots and your sprawls yep. when you train MMA as its own sport.
1: When you look at the fights that Oliver, the last two fights that Oliveira's had, um, Michael Chandler rocked him in the first round, yeah. and it looked like it was going to be over in the first round. Came back and 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 finished him in the second round. He KO'd him if I remember. It was a, if I remember right, it was a left. He 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 shocked him. Chandler started running to circle the cage and he got a left that
0: dropped him and and, and yeah. that was basically it. So that's why I say there's a chance for Chandler or to for, for Gagey to knock him out. Because Gagey probably has a little more power than Chandler. Okay. And Oliver gets hit. Does he does he have more power than Poirier? Um Probably. Because
1: Poirier basically did the same thing in the first round. Yeah. Then they went through the second round, and then things started turning, and then it was the third round where Poirier got, got submitted. It's
0: hard to say. I think he throws harder than both of them. You okay. You know, he throws every punch as the Michael Chandler back and forth. There, yeah. There was no jab. There was yeah. no, you know, everything was a, I'm going to knock you out with whatever punch lands, and I'm going to throw all all knockout punches. And, and Gaethje throws heavy all the time. Um. And Oliveira, again, gets hit. I don't know that he can get rocked like he got rocked from Chandler and survive with Gaethje.
1: Does Oliveira need to get his, his head off the center line? I know his punches are smooth, but does he need to get more head movement in this, or is he taking a more traditional Muay Thai approach no, to he, it? No, like, he,
0: he moves. Yeah. He okay. moves well. Um, but wearing four-ounce gloves, Yeah. and if you're throwing and they're throwing, you know it's hard to have your hand up that's out yeah you know and and it just it it just happens you know you're gonna get hit if you if you try to throw to land hard you're open to getting hit you know and so that's what happens I read
1: an interview with Poirier and I believe it was after I believe they fought I believe it was after the Gaethje fight um and Poirier said it that he actually tore Gaethje tore his quad from his kicks, he kicked him so hard, and he beat up his legs so bad. He's like, I didn't, I didn't know it that night, but when I woke up the next morning, I I knew it, and he beat him up. So, Gaethje's got the power.
0: I feel like he's oh, his leg kicks are devastating. Probably the best kicks in that division. Yeah, uh, he goes to the calf. Yes. hard. Yes, you know, um, like Poirier. Yep, you know, um, but that's that's kind of his thing
1: talk to me what does that calf kick do to a fighter when you're when you're taking those kind of strikes to the calf because it's not it's not a um that's kind of a newer strike it seems like that's come on in the last you yeah, know, I, did, I always
0: done it a lot in training um but i was more of a grappler so i didn't strike yep. that long on the feet yeah um it is definitely a thing like chris gutierrez chris gutierrez is someone that trains uh in colorado as well under um I forget the guy's name. Elevation, I think, is the name of the gym. But uh, Mark uh, Mark Montoya. Um, but he has three, I believe three, stoppages in the UFC from leg kicks. He's taught a seminar here as well. Okay. Phenomenal striker, uh, Chris Gutierrez, and kills the calf. Kills the calf. There's a nerve on the outside of the calf called the peroneal nerve. Okay. You hit that thing, yeah. and you've seen sometimes. So it, it happened in Bellator um, – uh, Michael Chandler got kicked by, I forget the guy's name I always talk about, it. he's one of the reasons we don't move to 155 because he's gigantic Okay. Uh, the guy, but he kicked Chandler and his leg started being like, like this. Cramping up on it? it, it, it it's just, a nerve, it just stops, oh. your leg stops working and you're basically tripping over your foot because you can't lift it up and that can happen or there's muscle here and, and since Rory fights tomorrow night I don't have to worry about this coming out until the next day, Uh, when Rory was training the other morning, the other day with Lucas, every time he stepped down, I kept seeing this knot on the front of his leg, big. And I looked at his wife and I was like, what's on his shin? I said, is that from, uh, and it's from when he fought Douglas Lima in Bellator. He got kicked in the calf multiple times and the fascia ripped off the bone and it doesn't go back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt anymore. And she said he can only see it. She can only see it when he gets lean. Yeah. But it, it comes off. You, you can see it sticking out right there. Yeah. And uh, there's no pain, but a lot of damage can be done there. And if you catch him when they're stepping on the leg, stepping down the yep. weights on it. Yep. They can't get up to check it. It just chops on the muscle. Okay. You know, and and yeah, it's a it's a nasty kick.
1: Oliveira, I think, is the more complete fighter. I don't know that that's really. I, and I don't know what your thoughts are, but he's I got agree, he's got great
0: jiu jitsu. Great jiu jitsu. Great striking. Um, he probably has the best jiu jitsu in the division. I don't know. I can't think of anybody else at 155 in the UFC that has better jiu jitsu than he does. Um, is he black belt? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and not only is he black belt, he is great at jiu jitsu in an MMA fight. Yeah. And that's different. Yeah. You know, he ripped Tony Ferguson's arm off, you know, and everyone's always been so hyped on Tony's jujitsu. He ripped his arm off, like, bent it backwards the other way. He, uh, his takedowns were legit. His passing, his attacks, like, his back, if he gets your back, that's a wrap. And, you know, he choked Poirier, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's awesome, man. I'm I'm, I'm excited for that fight, but I think he's going to win that fight. And, uh. And I don't even think he's giant for that weight class, like really ripped, looks, looks phenomenal, you know, but I don't think he's giant for the weight class. When you look at, at going back to Michael Chandler, that dude's got a barrel chest
1: and he seems, he's shorter, but that dude is just like, like stout. Yeah. Um, And Oliveira seems to be a little bit longer and, and
0: a little leaner. Yeah chandler worries me because like i watch i I follow him on on social media and and watch, and and me and luke do some of his a couple of his things only a couple because he is big into lifting you know he does a lot of yeah and and with all that muscle you know i i just hope that he does a ton of cardio as well um, because the oxygen goes to your muscles right and when it goes there and you're needed here you gas, you know. There's, There
1: have been some other fighters that have been bulking up recently. You're seeing on social
0: media, and you made a comment about one. It's like, it's too big. It's Connor. not going to work. Connor, Yes. Connor got tired at every weight class he's fought at. Yeah. And now he's well over 170. He's a big, he's big yeah, right now. And wants to come back to 170, but he gases in two rounds in every single fight. Yeah. Whether he's winning or losing, he gases. And it's because it's... It's weird, but it's because of the way he fights. Even though he's very precise and accurate with his punches, um, he's he's knocking you out with whatever lands. and uh, But he gasses, you know. So cardio is like, you need the technique, but the cardio is the second thing you need. Sure. Like you, you run out of that, and it doesn't matter what you know.
1: Chief's ranked number one. Um, and it's actually interesting. I'm looking at UFC's website. Both Gaethje and Poirier are listed at number one as the rankings. There is no number two. Uh, Makachev is is number three. Then it goes down from there.
0: They haven't fought each other,
1: right? Gaethje and Poirier? No, they have. They did. When? Poirier beat him. Okay. Long time ago. Okay. Um, I can I can actually pull that up, But I'm I'm, I'll pull it up. But so I I I'm hearing you saying that you're feeling like uh. Like, this is this is Oliveira? Oliveira's fight. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I wouldn't bet on the fight mm-hmm. if I was. I mean, if I was betting, I'd bet on Oliveira. Okay. I just think he has more ways to win the fight. Yep. Um, but he needs to keep his hands up. You know, uh, he needs to knock it into a brawl.
1: Uh, Poirier and Gaethje fought in 2018. Oh, yeah. And so it was, was with time, UFC right? on Fox. So it was a free fight. You could so have watched Gaethje that on TV. you couldn't
0: even have been in the UFC that long, I don't think, at that point. Yeah, let me let me look and see here. Um, Maybe a couple years.
1: No, no. So Gaethje beat Michael Je- uh, Michael Johnson on uh, Tough Twenty Five, and then lost to Eddie Alvarez, and then lost to Dustin Poirier. So okay. that was that was early Gaethje, early Gaethje in the UFC. Yeah. So, all right. So They've all gotten better. Yeah, they yeah. For sure. He's like, uh, Yeah, yeah. So um man, I'm every single one of these fights I just think is gonna be I, I'm gonna be on literally the edge of my seat, I think, yeah. the entire time. It's <laughs> gonna be wait. awesome.
0: So I'm going with Oliver on that one. Oliver. So I picked five fights, right? Yeah, you, you did. You did. Hopefully I can dig myself out of the hole that I got myself you're, into on the last you're sti- one. You're still plus
1: though. You're still yeah. you're still
0: that's, plus. That's a hole to me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Anything else? No, sir. We'll be back uh next week to to give the recap of this once it's over and talk about how accurate my picks were and there's actually other good fights to watch this weekend PFL's tomorrow night with Rory McDonald fighting Bellator's this weekend in France I think it's somewhere in Europe Um, good cards good cards all weekend cool awesome awesome thank you it is all over just like that